Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. 10 a.m. Ready to get started. Hey, Carlos. Good morning. Thank you very much. Good morning. Thank you for saying good morning. Glad to have you back, Carlos. Good morning, Ellie. Good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, morning. guys. Good morning, calls. Morning. Good morning, Maria. I know you've uh, asked some questions about the uh, around the platform. Hopefully, I answer most of them. And Maria, you have not answered all of them. Please, this is the time uh, for you guys to ask any questions you might have. All right. So let's get started the day with a topic we've been. Uh, Run, uh, circling around for the past week. And that topic, it's about one of the most important things we need in a real estate business. One of the most important things we need in a real estate business. Let's see if any of you can guess it. Any of you can guess it. What is the, one of the most important things we need in our, in our business is what? Leads. Leads is important. Very, very important. Good. An assistant. Right. Marketing. An assistant. Who said an assistant? I did. Okay, Jose, there you go. Jose was paying attention this morning. Exactly. Very, very good. By the way, Carlos, you are 100% right. You need leads. But in order to take care of those leads and in order to make sure you convert those leads into clients, what do we need, Jose? An assistant, a plan. Exactly. Remember uh, the phrase we've heard so much in coaching. If you don't have an assistant, you... You are the assistant, exactly, all right? So if you don't have an assistant, guess what? You are the assistant. It is incredible how many agents are doing eight, 10, $12 work when we can be concentrating on literally $1,000 work when we work with clients, listings, pre-constructions. It's incredible. The little work we have to do compared to how much we have to work when we're doing administrative things, all right? So my main job today, and we're talking about this in, uh, in El Cafecito, so for those of you who speak Spanish, I highly recommend you listen to it every morning from eight to nine. We were talking about that today, but this is the uh, comprise, you know, this, uh, this small version of what we talk about during the whole session, all right? So I wanna, wanna take a, a picture right here of what we talk about in, uh, in uh, our Monday meetings, right? So let's get started. I wanna divide it into five things and I want you to write notes. And if you don't wanna write the notes, at least take pictures of the screen because this is one of the most important steps you're gonna make as an entrepreneur. I don't, want you, I don't wanna call you guys. And if you hear me saying, now I'm changing my, my words. I don't wanna talk about real estate agents. I think real estate agents uh, minimize the work you do. Uh, I want you to start thinking as an entrepreneur. Why? Remember, what are the four stages of a real estate agent working with? What? Number one, tenants. Right? Number two, you're going to working with? Buyers. Buyers. Number three? Sellers. Sellers. But regardless of where you are, all right, whether you're working with tenants, buyers, or sellers, right, simultaneously, you need to be working on building a what? Team. A team, right? Because we know that as real estate agents only working with tenants, buyers, or sellers, all we're, do, or all we're doing is trading time for money, right? And we see the most successful agents building what? Team. Teams. We see agents with experience opening their own what? Company. 
brokerage company, right? So what we want to make sure is that is that you don't wait 7, 10, 12, 15, 20 years to realize, oh my God, I should have started so long ago, right? But in order to that, we need support. We can work on ourselves. We need to develop leadership skills. Got it? So I want you to think about yourself as a leader, whether you like it or not. Some of you might say, I don't want to be a leader, right? I just want to sell properties. Well, if you just want to sell properties, guess what? 20 years from now, you're going to still be selling properties. Well, what's wrong with that? Well, let me forward the picture 20 years from now. You won't want to sell properties 20 years from now. Got it? If there's one guarantee, is that 20 years from now, you'll be tired of selling properties. It's a reality. You don't have to believe me, all right? But it's a reality. That's why oh. I am tired. <laughs> okay, so that's why we are here, right? So what we want is to create a plan. By the way, 20 years from now, you still want to sell properties? Good, excellent, beautiful. But at least you've built a team that allows you to create, create enough residual income, like brokers, like team leaders, like your investors, that now you sell properties because you like it. Good, not, nothing wrong with it, all right? So we don't want you to be in a position where 20 years from now, 10 years from now, you need to sell properties, okay? If you're in that position right now, it's normal, we'll all be in there. But the longest we can go is 10 years. 10 years from now, you should not be selling, you should not be having to sell properties. You can sell as many properties as you want, but you don't want to have to. Does that make sense? All right? No other coaching company is talking about that. Go to any other coach, go online and look at all the coaches and all they're talking is what? How many properties are you going to sell this year? How many properties are you going to sell this year? Oh, look at this guy, 20 years in the business. How many properties? 700 properties. Oh my God, 700 properties. You know how much that work is? That guy is not taking a day up in the week. It's a reality. So what we're talking about today is to start the process of you becoming a leader, all right? And that starts with having an assistant. And this morning we were talking about that in, uh, in Clubhouse on the importance of having an assistant. So I want to share with you, let's start right here uh, on the second page, all right? So the framework, we gave this topic, all right? Right here. And again, this is one of the most important topics. Carlos, you said that it's more, very important to what too? The leads generate leads, right? But in order to generate leads, we want to make sure that we can handle them, right? So Absolutely. why is it so important? Well, in order to generate leads, who's setting up the campaign, the agent or the assistant? The assistants should be setting the campaign. Who is tracking the numbers for the campaign in order to generate leads? The assistant. Who's doing the follow-up or setting up the appointment with the agent? The assistant should be doing that, right? Why do we want to become experts at lead generation? We want to be experts on four things. Please write this down. Number one, we want to have the specialized knowledge. You know that. Number two, we want to specialize on analyzing what's working and what's not in our marketing campaign. And what are the four quadrants of marketing? Email marketing. Who's going to set up the email marketing campaign? The agent or the assistant? The assistant. The assistant. Exactly. Who's going to pay for the monthly fees, the software we're using? The assistant. Who's going to give us the numbers? Who's opening the email, right? Who's opening the email? 
We're going to ask the assistant. The assistant is going to give us a report. Who is opening the email? Who is engaging the most? Who is inputting the information on the email marketing system? The assistant. Now we go to the second quadrant, which is social media, right? So why social media? Who is setting up the campaign? Who is doing the design? Or at least who is supervising the design of the campaign? Right? Who's putting together the content? The assistant. That shouldn't be the agent. It's the assistant. When we go online, number three, and we want to pay Google for that. By the way, well, the assistant doesn't know it. Most likely, you don't know it either. So in, instead of you learning it, who's going to learn it? The assistant. Or you can hire a specific person for that purpose. I'm going to tell you where to go. I want you to focus only on four things. Please write this down. These four things. Number one, specialized knowledge. You know that already, but I want to, you know, some of you are, are new in the, in, the, uh, in the program. So number one, I want you to specialize on developing your specialized knowledge. Nobody knows more than you about your community, about your market in real estate. Nobody knows more than you. That's number one. You can delegate that, right? Your assistant shouldn't know more than you. Number two, analyzing your marketing campaign. Analyzing your marketing campaign. Not creating your marketing campaign. You dictate, you determine what's going to go into the marketing campaign. Now, who's going to do the design? Not me. Who's going to set up the campaign? Not me. Who's going to give me the report? I'm not going to do the report. Who's going to do that? The assistant. Got it? Number three, oh, we're going to do Google, Google Ads. Google reviews with our clients. Who's going to ask for the Google reviews? Not me. The assistant is going to do that. Got it? See all the things that an assistant can do that probably either we are doing or even worse, we are not even doing because, quote unquote, we don't have time. Three myths that you're going to see right now. It's number one, I don't have the time. I don't have the money. And number three, what's the other one? My client wants me what? to do everything exactly oh my client wants me to do everything so either one we train our client to be more effective effective and efficient for him or number two we change the client got it fabrice don't laugh <laughs> fabrice you and you know that because you're very effective fabrice you you are you're <laughs> very effective but you but you are like that too yes really you are like how many listings do you have right now fabrice Sorry? How many listings do you have right now? 19. 19. All right. By the yes. way, that's, a, that's the low end for you, 19 listings. In your case, that's the low end. You're usually between 24 to 30, 32. All right. 29 last month. Right. So 29. You use, so so you, you always have a lot of listings. Uh, but you are very straightforward with your client. This is the way it is. Very, but you are very nice too. Not like me many times, but you're very, <laughs> very proper. All right. Even though you're French, man, because you're French, you're sometimes two times you are rude sometimes, man. At least to me when I go to France. <laughs> Just kidding, man. I love going to France. Love it. So, uh, but but uh, yeah, congratulations to you. You are very straightforward with your clients. All right, you 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 give a very very good service, but at the same time you have your rules. All right. Mm -hmm. yeah. So number four, offline. Who's going to set up the open house? Who is going to invite to the open house on your behalf, right? Who's going to put all the signs in the street? Who's going to do the follow-up 
after the open house? Who's going to set up the meeting with you after the open house? Who's going to create the design for the open house? You should have an assistant for that. You see all the work that you are not doing? Basically, what they're doing is setting you up for what? For the conversation with your client. Email marketing, they're analyzing who is engaging. They reach out to that person or they let you know and they set up the appointment. Online, they download the leads. They give it to you. You talk to the, to the, uh, the leads. Number three, online, same thing. Number four, same thing. We are setting the agent up only for conversations because the agent has been preparing. You have been preparing with the specialized knowledge. They do all the middle work. And then when it's time to talk to the client, they don't talk to the client. The most they do is set up an appointment to talk to you. And then you speak to the client, right? So the four things you are going to do is, number one, specialized knowledge. By the way, go back, going back to specialized knowledge, another of the activities is they do the market research for you, the reports. I want you to give me a daily article or three daily articles about real estate. You got to find three daily, daily listen, if I'm, I'm in, in an area in, in Miami that's called Coral Gables. So my assistant, hey, Mariana, I want to make sure that every single day you find me three real estate articles in Coral Gables so I can read. I'm not going to be looking for them. She's going to be looking for them. You see how many things they can do for you, right? Daily, I want you to send me a daily report of number of properties for sale, six things, right? Number of properties for sale, average price, average price per square foot, highest for sale, lowest for sale, and days on the market. I want that report by eight in the morning, every single day. All you have to do is read it. So you're saving every single day from doing all that research. Now I need three articles. I need a daily report, all right? Then we jump into marketing. I need a daily report on what? On open radio on my emails. Downloads on my uh, social media. New leads online. New leads offline. Number three, we jump into conversation. And I'll be right with you, Alejandro. Number three, I jump into conversations. I need to set, set me up a conversation with all my past clients or with these leads. I'm not gonna be after, one of the things that you guys, let me mute all of you. One of the things most of you, all right, complain about is that going after the client and it drains you, right? And, and send an email, the client doesn't answer. Via WhatsApp, doesn't answer. Send them a text, doesn't, doesn't answer. Call the client, doesn't answer. It drains you, your energy. So we wanna shield you from that. Let the client, let the, your assistant do that. Hey, Mr. Client, Mr. Fabrice wants to talk to you, all right? What's the best time? He would like to set up a five-minute conversation with you to discuss A, B, and C. The assistant will do that for you, all right? Alejandro, you had a question? Yes, good morning. I have a question. Uh, what about other countries where it's not so easy to get that information, that market research? For example, Colombia, Mexico, it's not so easy when you get online and uh, Cali market research is not, there are not so many data. Right. If you don't have it, you don't have it. Okay. There's nothing we can do, right? Unfortunately, now you have an association, all right? And you have a few associations in Colombia, right? And then you can ask the association for the report. 
Most likely they don't have a daily article or daily articles, but you go to the, so hey, my assistant, I contact, find the person, the contact person, and I want a monthly, whatever they have, I want that information and ask them how, how often, all right, they produce that information or how often should I be calling them? Once a week, once every two weeks, once a month, or is there a, a resource online from that association? Most associations around the world have an old, a, a website with a lot of resources, a lot of information. So that person can download it from there, all right? So one of the main things that I ask you to do guys every single day is, it, you know, when you're in the process of hiring an assistant is write down all the activities you do on a daily basis. So that would be one of the activities. Oh, I had to call the association today to ask them for information. No, no, she's gonna do that. Now, the question is how often? Is she gonna call every week? Is she gonna call every two weeks? By the way, I download, all right? I download, on my team downloads, Rodrigo, many of you know Rodrigo, we download every month the DBPR list of new agents, right, in Florida. I don't do, I don't even know how to do that. I have no clue on how to do that, right? But and Fabrice, and Fabrice laughs, and, and, and every single month, he downloads the list from DBPR of new agents in Florida. And there is a check mark, and he sent me that, that report. Uh, he doesn't even send me the report. He just tells me he downloaded it. So it's in recruiting basis every month. Got it? And when we have a big seminar, we do it every two weeks. So that's another example. I don't, I don't even know how to contact the DBPR, but he knows how to do that. I think you go to dbpr.com, and from there, you'll take it. So everything you do, should be delegated by those four things. So you can concentrate on developing your specialized knowledge, analyzing what's working or not in your, in your marketing, depending on what your assistant is feeding you, having sales conversations with your clients. Notice that I didn't say writing contracts for your clients, right? I said, having sales conversations with your clients. And then finally, developing your team. All of you should be developing your own team, being the leader to your team, right? Inviting your team to these conversations, showing your team these recordings, right? So they understand how to develop themselves too, right? Teaching them what you learn here, all right, to your team. So you can grow a team that actually is going to be proactive for you. Does that make sense? Right, so let's go back to that. And if you have any other questions, please let me know. So this is a framework, right? So why having an assistant? The activities we're going to require from the assistant. Then we're gonna tell you where you find those assistants. The budget, how much you pay for the assistant. And this morning, Lourdes, uh, she was a part of our, our show and uh, she asked a beautiful question that I love to so When should we hire an assistant? When? So these are the five things. So the why, it's just understanding, right? Then we need to analyze the activities. We need to know where to find them. We need to establish a budget. Then when, and here's what I want you to commit to. You ready? I want you to write down in the piece of paper that I see all of you writing notes. I want you to write down a commitment day right here. Commitment day, aha. When are you committing to hire either your first or your next assistant, all right? Ideally should be within the next 30 days. Before December 1st, all of you should have an assistant. 
And I guarantee you, you're not gonna have issues with your budget, all right? All right, so myth, clients want me. That's not true. When you go to the doctor, is the doctor doing the blood pressure? Is the doctor asking you to put yourself in the scale? No, who's doing that for you? Is the doctor doing blood uh, test testing for you? Of course not. By, by the way, who's giving you the chart to fill out your name and your insurance? Who's doing that, the doctor? If the doctor comes to you and starts doing that for you, you start doubting the doctor. Oh, wait a minute, this, is, this sounds fishy. Can you imagine you get into the doctor consultation and the doctor is the one that welcomes you? Ooh, that's not, this is strange. And Kathy is smiling, right? Ooh, this is strange. The doctor giving me the, the chart, you know, to fill out my information. The doctor then is, the doctor is asking me, Mr. Montiel, come in uh, and then this, put him in the scale and then doing the blood work. Of course not, right? Because they educate each and every one of us when we go to a consultation that they have what? Assistance. Can you imagine the doctor calling you to set up the next appointment? I guarantee you, you won't go to that appointment. Can you imagine your doctor calling you? Hey, Kathy, how you doing? This is doctor. Just to confirm that you're going to be coming to our next appointment next Thursday. Whoa, confirm we are not, I'm not going. All right? It would be crazy. So it's just, it's a myth that our clients want us to handle everything. No, they don't. All right? Now, the thing is, they're accustomed, uh, we accustom them for you know that that we are going to handle everything because we've done everything for their for them before number two i don't have time to train the assistant well if you don't have time to train the assistant you're going to remain as the assistant got it you gotta you take the time the what is it fabrice you are the assistant if you don't have the time to do the all right so either you train the assistant i have two choices i train the assistant or I become the assistant, one of the two. And I don't think you wanna stay as the assistant. You gotta take the time today, all right? Number three, I don't have money, not true, all right? You can start with $250, $300, I'm gonna show you where, all right? There are remote virtual assistants. By the way, even if you had the money to pay for a full-time assistant in New York, in, in California, if you're in California where you pay $5,000 for a regular assistant, all right? I recommend you don't do so. The reason being is that you don't have, you have not developed the skills, which you will very, very fast, will develop the skills. Uh, so you will be wasting your time. By the way, Marsha, I like the white uh, color in the, in the car. It looks very nice and very modern. Oh, look at that. Very nice. Very cool. See, that's when you're a good real estate. Oh, look at that. Very cool. Very, very nice. I like it. I like it. You see, the, the, the only thing that I don't like about the car is that you're driving. You should be in the back seat. <laughs> An assistant driving for you. By the way, you know what? I, I learned that a long, long time ago. Like Louis, Louis driving. So my friends used to bully me all the time. All the time. I had my first driver when I was 27 years old. I would not drive anywhere. When I was a real estate agent, all right? So I'm not driving anywhere. That's going to drive me crazy. I get to my client's appointment and it's too much work. So by 27, I had my first driver, all right? And by the way, when I got Uber, I got rid of 
it still works with me, but it's it's not as a driver, all right? So when I got, I, I Uber everywhere now, and it's less than $3,000, which is what you pay a driver, right? But even if they laugh, this, this is the best thing in the world. You don't have to drive anywhere, all right? I don't, you don't even work. You just close your eyes, you sleep for 30, 40 minutes, and when you get to the next appointment, you feel like a million dollars. You're so relaxed. You're, and look at Fabrice laughing and Kathy laughing, but it's true, right? Having an assistant is not only about be, being being able to do other things that, you know, work, work, work. No, it's being able to relax. If you have a, a, had a $1 million racing horse, right? A $1 million, and we talked about this before, would you race that horse the whole day? No, right, Lorena? You pick only one race. And what's that race? The best race for the horse. And what do you do? You put the horse away, okay? You give them the best food. You let them relax. Got it? All right? So if you want to perform at a high level, you got to start behaving like a high-level performer. Does that make sense? The singer, let's say, I don't know, a Bon Jovi, right? You don't see him in charge of the lights, of the stage, charging for the tickets. He just gets there and sing, right? That's high, high-level performance. And I'm not asking you to get there right away, but I'm, I, it's, it's changing the way you think about our business. In order to perform at, at a high level, I need to start thinking and acting at a high level. And if it's going to, quote-unquote, cost you, because it's not going to cost you more than two or three months of training for that person, then it's all profits, all right? Yeah, you might be paying $5,000, let's say $5,000 for an assistant, but you're making way more than that. And I'm not asking you to do that right now. It's not that, that kind of an investment, all right? Thank you, Shafia, for, for the, uh, the comment. I love this session. Again, everything we teach you, all right, it's going to be much easier to implement if you have an assistant or a team of administrative assistants, right? I have a team of eight different people, but I started with one person only. Got it? By the way, even if you have the financial means to have eight, 10, 12 people, it's not necessary because you need to develop some leadership skills, some organizational skills that, that are going to come very fast, very fast, but it's not necessary right now. So no, I'm not asking you anything out of, you know, that is not a, something that you can accomplish, that you can start doing today, right? So let's talk about the third one. I don't have money. I'll show you that you do have the money. So why? Okay. Oh, this is not, uh, okay. So where? Let's go into the where. I want to skip the, 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 the why. Right now, I think we, we already talked talk about that enough. Where? Fiverr.com, all right? Might not, your, might not be your full-time assistant. It's very, very inexpensive. They will do the front cover for your content. They will translate, edit your content. Very, very cheap. Fabrice, you've, you've used Fiverr before, right? They will set up an email marketing campaign in constant contact in KV Core, in, uh, in MailChimp, et cetera. Same thing with Upwork. Upwork is just a little bit more expensive. I'd rather use Upwork. It's not a little bit more expensive. It's more expensive than Fiverr, all right? And then in Upwork, you can find long-term assistants. You can, you can hire them by the hour. You can hire them full-time. You can hire them by country. You can hire them bilingual. You can hire them only in the United States. You can filter the search of virtual or remote assistants by country, by age, bilingual, different languages, time zones. 
right? And that's all they do. They are build virtual assistants. You can, you can search or filter by real estate virtual assistants. So you can choose people that even have knowledge with your local MLS. And when I said it's not that expensive, I meant it because you don't have to hire somebody 20 hours, part-time or full-time 40 hours. You can hire them by the hour and start scaling. Where else? In my, in my case, all right? I had the most success finding uh, team members on social media. When I post uh, in social media, I had great, great results. By the way, talking about marketing and perception, think about this. Well, our team is expanding and we want new, to, uh, new member, uh, team members. Do you know anybody, right, that knows how to do A, B, and C? Or do you know anybody who's looking for administrative position? And here's the description. It shows your clients that you are growing, right? It shows your clients that you are expanding. So social media to me has been a very, very, very good uh, source. Ask your broker. Ask other agents. There are some agents that found out that, listen, uh, being a real estate agent, uh, it, it's not exactly what they want. You know, they are more of a, an administrative person. All right, perfect. You might be able to hire them, okay? The budget. Well, it depends on the location. If you're in the US, it's gonna be between $2,500 to $5,000 for a, a full-time agent, right? I'm sorry, for a full-time assistant. If you're in California, it's gonna cost you maybe $20,000, right? He's gonna make more money than you sometimes. California is very expensive. New York, same thing. But, but in, in different parts of the country, it's gonna be different budget. Now, if you're in South America, it depends on the country between 250 and $700. You won't pay anybody in South America more than $700, by the way, right? Between 250 and $700, you'll find bilingual, very high quality people. Bear in mind that in Venezuela, for example, all right? You got people making $70, $80 per month in a bank. You got people that are engineers making $100 per month, $150 per month, all right? So you're helping them they are helping you, all right? Colombia, also another great source. They speak very well. They speak two languages, all right? So depending on the part of the world, Asia, very inexpensive, very inexpensive, and you're helping them, right? There are some people in Asia that charge you $4 per hour, $4 per hour, right? To write a document, to edit content, to set up appointments for you, to do market research. Now, you might have somebody in Asia, you might have somebody in South America, and you might have somebody local working part-time showing properties for you. Of course, the people that are not local can show properties for you. But then you might have two or three, right? You might have four. And then you stop working or you fire the ones that are not performing. See, budget is not a, a restraint in this case, at all, at all, at all. 
All right, you should not be concerned with budget. All right, it's gonna save you so, so, so much. Now let's go into the activities. And I know, let me see, because I think I have some comments or questions right here. Uh, right here, uh, Marieta, if you were spending 100% of our time training, uh, but we see passing is by as well as spending, would it work to have a part-time bridge job as an assistant so I can learn the process and keep producing while I keep my training? Uh, no, Marieta, if you are not producing, you gotta focus on producing, very, very important. If you start focusing on being an assistant, you won't be able to produce, all right? So you start focusing on producing. If you are not producing, guys, any of you right now, you gotta start working with tenants. Tenants will give you money within the first 30 to 45 days. So if you're not making any money, focus on working with tenants. Very, very, very important, all right? Um, Ursula, welcome, all right? Happy to have you, uh, happy to have you in, in, in the group, all right? Uh, Right, uh, so Ursula asked, so I don't have any listings uh, right now. Why should I have an assistant? And I'm gonna show you the activities you should have, you should uh, be de uh, delegating to your assistant. By the way, if you don't have any listings, you should have an assistant so you can only focus on what? On getting listings, all right? Very, very, very important, all right? Uh, if you need some orientations, remember Ursula, write to info at monteroorganization.com so you can have another onboarding poll about TMO. If you're new to the coaching, all right, I've been brought to the coaching and you have not received the orientation, which all of you have, all of you have received an email and a text message, you can write down to info at montierorganization.com, info at montierorganization.com, all right? Um, Shafia, thank you very much for, for the comment. Let's see what else. Uh, Alejandro says, uh, okay, some friends have services for virtual assistants and uh, they are not expensive. You are not expensive at all. Referrals, Alejandro, if you want to put the referral source, also, yes, you can put it in yes, here. I will put it in resources, all right, that allow you to have the referral sources, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the assistant. So I'm going to go into right here are the activities that you can delegate. Number one, administrative. What do I mean by that? Everything that has to do with the office, all right? Legal, legal, for example, drafting the what? The contract. Why should you spend time drafting a contract? Why would you go to a contract class? That should not be done by you. That should be done by who? By your assistant. Now, is your assistant gonna write the contract? No. Your assistant is gonna start the drafting of the contract so it can be what? Be sent to the expert. And who's the expert? You? No way, the lawyer, right? So yeah, you can review it, make sure that it's according to what your client said and then send it to the lawyer who is going to act in behalf of your client. You are not an expert. Believe me, you are not gonna draft a much better contract than your assistant because you are not a lawyer. That's what we need the lawyers for. Number three, accounting, right? All the accounting for your expenses, your gas, your mileage, your expenses, your marketing expenses, all of that she can be tracking. Financial, your budget. Do you have a, a business budget? You shouldn't be handling, right? The daily uh, balancing of your budget. That should be done by who? By your assistant. You have to analyze it. That's your job, right? Number five, specialized knowledge. We already talked about that. Marketing, the same thing, right? Who's going to give you the specialized knowledge, the articles? Who's going to give you the data for the marketing? Who's going to set up the campaigns for the marketing? 
the assistant, the assistant, the assistant, who's going to set up the sales conversations, the assistant. Now, let's go into an eight, nine, and 10. And you can take a picture of this if you want, right? Much easier instead of just writing it. Eight. So we talk about it before, during, and after, right? Before the contract, meaning looking for the property. During, right? Which is once the client goes into contract but have not closed and after. All right. All of the things before, during, and after. All of the things that happen before the client goes into contract. Number one. Searching for the properties to see. Let's say, it's a, let's say it's a buyer. Searching for the properties. Who's going to search for the properties available for showing? I'm not going to do it as the agent. Who's going to do it? The assistant. Who's going to set up the meetings? I'm not going to set up the meetings. Who's going to do it? The assistant. Who's going to call the buyer to confirm we're going to see those properties? I'm not going to do that. The assistant. Right? The assistant is going to call the person the day before, early in the morning that day, and one hour before meeting with me. That shows professionalism. Wow, this guy is organized. This guy has a team behind him. Right? This guy knows how to do the follow-up. I'm not doing any of that. All I'm doing is what? Showing up to the first property. Does that make sense? So we see the properties. We leave the Client says, I want to put an offer on property number three. That's all in the before aspect. Who's going to write the offer? I'm going to write the offer. No, I'm going to the beach. I'm going to the gym. I'm going to have a nice dinner. I'm serious. Got it? I already did what I had to do, which is focus with my client for two hours. That is exhausting in a good way. Right? Like, I mean, you have to pay so much attention, right, when you're with a client, and then you're going to go and write an offer? No way. Once you go out with your clients, you know it. And Kathy's looking at it like this. Once we go and show property to a client, after that showing, we are exhausted. True or false? We are so tired. And now you're telling me that I got to go and write a contract? No way. My assistant is going to draft the contract so, we, so she can send it to me, can copy me, I'm sorry, and send it to the lawyer. Does that make sense? You see it. And I'll, and I'll review it when I, when I can but actually it's the lawyer who's going to actually review the contract and make the, the changes. Does that make sense? So that's the before, right? Now let's say we didn't write an offer. Who's gonna do the follow-up for the next day? Usually we go out with the client to tap, right? We see four properties the first day and four properties max the second day. Remember the rule, you never show more than four properties in one single day, ever, ever. Even if you have the whole the, the, all the time in the world. The reason being is that after four properties, the client is so confused, he doesn't even know he went to see properties. It's just confusing. He does, he can't differentiate the first one for the set, from the second one. So you show four, second day you show four more. Who's gonna set up the meetings? Who's gonna do the follow-up with the client? Who's gonna give the instructions to the client? My assistant, all I do is show up fresh, right? Ready to put all my energy into those four appointments with my client. And then I'm going to ask my client, so which one do you like best? Number two, perfect. Ready to make, um, uh, uh, make an offer? Yes, perfect. I'll have my assistant draft the agreement, all right? She's going to copy you, me, and of course, our lawyer, so he can have the final offer ready for you within the next 24 hours. Got it? Right? So now we're going to contract. Oh, my God. Now prepare for this one. 
right? Perfect. All right. So the contract, you guys are laughing. Now into contract, right? The client has to apply for the association if it's a closed community, right? We got to do the inspections. He has to apply for the mortgage. He has to make the first, the second deposit, right? So many things in the during. Am I going to be calling the client, collecting checks? Oh my God, that's crazy. That is an administrative activity. That's not producing me any money, all right? And I need to produce for the business because my assistant is not producing for the business. Got it? So I'm the one producing. So I got to go back to this, to the, to talking to sales conversations, talking to clients again. While in the back office, my team is doing what? The follow-up with the during also. Mr. Client, did you deposit the first check? Do you wire the money? Do you apply for the association? We only have nine days left, all right? Do you do the inspections? We only have four days left, right? Remember to make the second deposit a week from now and I'll be calling you and sending you an email and also a text message. Kathy. Yes, I have a question there. Um, I learned just from the very first, my very first contract that once I get under contract, I hire my, I mean, it is my transaction coordinator who is wish to handle everything. This should be different than my actual assistant for the rest of the activities or it should be the same? No, very good. So your assistant, right? So transaction coordinators, the beautiful thing about transaction coordinators, by the way, by the way, you pay them between 50 and $500, depending on what you want them to do, right? So, but they're, they're experts at that. That's the only thing they do. So you can take away that process, a transaction coordinator from your assistant. So your assistant can do other things. Now, again, what, what are you doing? You are leveraging your time now. Got it? Now you, let's say it takes five hours. Let's say it takes 10 hours for that transaction coordinator from, to go, from, going, from receiving the file to closing the file, 10 hours, right? You just added 10 hours to your life. Literally, you have 10 free hours. Do, do you understand what that means? Not only for your business. Now you're going to spend those 10 hours with your, uh, with your kids or your husband. 10 hours. You're literally purchasing hours in your life. You see the importance of what we're talking about today? You can invest those 10 hours to learn, to go through the platform, to develop your sales skills, your marketing skills, to empower your team to relax, to have a nice dinner, right? You see how important that is? So very good. So if you have a transaction coordinator, and I know you do, don't give it to your, uh, to your assistant because the transaction coordinators, that's all they do. And they are very, very organized. Since they do it all the time, that's the only thing they do and they do it very well. So hire a transaction coordinator, right? You know how many things go into it? You don't know about it. You don't want to know about it. None of your business, none of my business, right? That's their business. They are not calling people. They are not analyzing, right? They're not, they are not having sales conversations. You are the one, right? So now let's go into the after. Who's gonna send them a congratulations email, right? Who's gonna ask them, all right? To, who's gonna set up the appointment with us after the closing? To ask him for what? For a review. How was the how was the experience, Mr. Client? Oh, it was amazing. They're usually they're not telling you no. Oh, Kathy, it was amazing. Great. 
right? I would really appreciate if you give me a review on Google, right? Which, which by the way, guys, I haven't asked you much here. And we're gonna talk about Google again, and I'm gonna be the first one to ask you, right? Many of you have done the review. So let me, let me put it right here. Going into that, I, I'm gonna just wanna deviate a little bit. Are you building your brand online? We know that more and more, the reviews online are extremely important. How many times do you go to a restaurant because of the review? By the way, how do you buy products now online, especially on Amazon? It's on, based on the reviews. How do you pick hotels? Based on the reviews. My brother, for example, he can care less whatever I say about any product. He will go see the reviews. No, Orlando, there is a better one. I say, oh my God, he's right. There's a better one. He says, return that one and buy this one. Because of what? Because of the reviews. Now, here's the beautiful thing. Most real estate agents are not asking for reviews. Are you asking for reviews? That's the after, right? So I'm going to do that. I didn't have that ready for today, but I'm going to ask you for that. Reviews right here. I'm going to ask you right here. Uh, oh, right here. I found it. So I'm going to ask you for a favor. To review, go right here. Please go to the... Oh, thank you, Kathy, because that prompted me chat right here. And I know my brother, Daniel, asked that from time to time in, in the Tuesday sessions. I'm going to ask right here. Click on that link right there. I'll really appreciate it. It's going to take you 30 seconds. Just click on that link that I put in the chat. And I would greatly appreciate if you put a review in that link in the chat. It means a lot to us as a business because more and more people are asking for that. But by the way, learn from me. I already have a link. You should have a link that you can text your clients and they can open it right there and they can make a review. And I gladly appreciate if you make a review for me right now. Remember five is the best. One star is the worst. None that one is, doesn't mean it's number one. It's five is the best. I've seen some mistakes made before. I gave you one star because you're number one. No, 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 no. It's five stars. What are we looking for? All right. <laughs> and David, David uh, laughs. So I just, just in case, all right. So who's, but who's, who's going to do that for you, right? Who's going to set up an appointment with your client to ask him how the process was? And most likely the client is going to be very satisfied. Okay, now you ask for the review. But what happens if he doesn't make the review right away? Who's gonna do the follow-up? Your assistant, Mr. Client. I, we would greatly appreciate, and Mr. Montiel would greatly appreciate if you do our review online, it would mean a lot to us. Like it would mean a lot to your business, right? Greatly appreciate if you make a review. That's it. You see how many things the assistant can do for us? So let me go back right here. Look at all the things they can do for us that we thought, all right? we should be doing by ourselves, right? So right here, we talk about the why, we talk about, oh, and then the last one is the when. The when, we talk about the why, we talk about the where, we talk about the activities. Now we, let's talk about the, thank you, thank you, Marine, for the review, appreciate it, thank you. So when, when do we want to, hire our first assistant when 
right away. Wow. And Monica, Monica, guys, thank you very much. You're putting here, Diana, uh, Maureen, Monica. Thank you very much for for the uh, thank you, thank you. I said thank you, Jorge. Really, really appreciate it. Appreciate it means uh, a lot to us, Maureen. Exactly as soon as possible, as soon as possible. Now let me. I'm going to explain to you why. So if you go to South America, many of you speak uh, uh, Spanish, so you can talk to those people, but they, most of them speak, and you can require that, that they speak both languages, Spanish and English. You can interview them, and they have very good accent, all right? So here's the thing. It's going to be between 250 to the most, the most. I said $700. It's not going to be $700. It's going to be $600, all right? So let's say, all right, you spend $500 on average, right, for the next three months. That's $1,500 on your business, which by the way, if by the, by the day 30, you already know if it's going to work or not, but give yourself three months, $1,500. So, oh my God, $1,500 is a lot of money, but don't count, don't count it as $1,500 spent. Count it as $1,500, right? That purchased at least, at least how many hours? That is 160 hours per month. You multiply that by three, and how much is that? 420, right? You just purchase 420 hours of your life, of your life. You added 420 hours, let's say, to your business, to your business. How much would 420 hours make you? How much? 420 hours. Let's say you spend half of it just training them. That's 200 hours, right? If you make 100 hours, $100 per hour as a real estate agent, which by the way, real estate agents, let's do the numbers, all right? And I do the numbers in time management. Guys, let's play, let's role play it right here. What's your average transaction, guys? Your average transaction, sales, sales price, sales price, average transaction? 350. 350, perfect. So let's say it's 300, right? Let's lower it a little bit more. 300, $300,000, all right? What's the commission? 3%, right? Which is $9,000. Let's say you have 80-20 split, right? Nine times eight is how much? 72, let's say $7,000, got it? All right, so they say the Association of Realtors says, say, you work 32 hours with buyers, eight hours with sellers. Let's say it's a buyer. So $7,000, right? Divided by 32 hours, you're making $218 per hour. $218 per hour. Lower it down to 200. You're making $200 an hour. Usually you're making more than that as a real estate agent. You don't work 32 hours with buyers, but let's say it's $200 an hour. And we said that the assistant saved you how many hours in the first three months? 200, right? Times 200, it's $40,000. An investment of $1,500. You see? That's the way an entrepreneur thinks. An employee thinks all about cost. Oh, it's costing me $1,500. No, it's not the cost of $1,500. It's what those $1,500 investment will produce you. By the way, let's say you couldn't close anything. You, could, you were not more productive. You know what? Just for $1,500, you develop your leadership skills. For $1,500, you know what? You got to organize your business. 
because in order to hire somebody first, you need to organize and prioritize and identify what works. So those $1,500, all right, force you to identify what's important for your business just for $1,500, all right? And Monica says, never thought it like that, right? That's what this environment allows you to do. For $1,500, I really organize my business. It forced me to do that. And you're going to make money on that. All right? Orlando. Alex, and I, wanna, I was going to mention you. <laughs> you are a master of, of having so many people. You have not one assistant, many assistants, and for different things. So please, go ahead, Alex. Yeah, well, uh, good morning to everyone. So I just wanted to share with you that, you know, like we, if, if, you, if, if you cannot have like a, like an assistant, like a real person assistant, you can you can you can hire someone online. You can you can have a, a virtual assistant, you know, like with this for, for example in Colombia you pay six hundred dollars uh, per month uh, and you have the a person you know a 20, uh, like working full time for you. And that's what I that's what I'm doing. Every, uh, you know all my team is 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 a virtual team. I, I do have a, a, a five of a, a team of five people. With, and everyone is, you know, out, is outside of the country, right? So, for example, if you, if you have a, a virtual assistant and it makes you, you know, more productive, you know, like you can you can, you can pay that assistant with just one deal in a year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's the way. That's the way we should think about it, right? That's uh, what I think. Uh, in our team, because you're, you know, you're, you're a very important part of our team, uh, we are all amazed by the way you do your webinars, but more important, the way you follow or your system follows up, right? The email marketing sequences that you have are amazing. And that's not set up by you, right? You do a lot of videos. Yeah, you do the videos, but the editing of the videos, the uploads of the videos are not done by you. No, it's impossible to do it, you know, by myself. You know, like I have to, to I I have to have a team, in order to, you know, because it would be impossible for me. You don't, you know, it's impossible. Yeah. Right. So I, I hope. Oh, thank you, Alex. Thank you very much. Right. A true, true example of of having a team of leveraging that. Listen, when you are by yourself and you work, let's say fifty hours, because real estate agents, you know, work seven days a week. So you work fifty hours. Your output is 50 hours. When you add another person to the team, now it's the Matino two. Now the input, you work 50, but the input is 100 hours, right? You are a third person, right? When you were one, your input was 50 hours. Now your business has an, an input, an output, I'm sorry, of 150 hours, right? Ale has a team of five people, right? You multiply that times 40, that's 200 extra hours a week he's buying. That's 800 hours a month he's purchasing. Extra 800 hours a month. That's what successful entrepreneurs do. So hopefully, yeah, we we're already uh, finishing the session today. Hopefully, this session allows you today uh, to understand the importance of having an assistant. So I'm going to ask you to do two things. Number one is that write down all the activities you're going to do starting today until next Monday. Every single activity. Thank you, Lorena, for that part of you know, appreciation. All right. So write down every single activity you're going to do from today until next Monday. 
personal and business, because there are some personal things that you will be able to delegate to your assistant, all right? Then in column number two, once you have all those things, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, then you're going to, to identify in order of priority, all right, the activities and put them in, in the column number two. Got it? All right? So in that column number two, there are all the activities for organizing priority. And then you're going to pick in order of priority what uh, pick those that are most important that you want to delegate to an assistant. And that's going to be column number three. And that is your job description. That's simple. Right? Now you have a job description. Now you know where to find the people. Fiber, Upwork, social media, referrals, your broker, other agents, etc. And I want you to commit today, right, to hiring your first assistant, even if it is part-time, outside the country, for $7 an hour, right, in November, before December 1st. It's going to help you so much in your business. Even if you don't doesn't produce you a penny, it will develop leadership skills and organize your business in a way it has never been organized before. All right, guys? So... Big hugs to everybody. Let's see if I have any comments right here. Never thought about that. Thank you very much, guys. One more time. I really, really appreciate the uh, the review uh, in Google. Hopefully, it's a good one because I haven't seen it. If not, I, I don't appreciate it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> right. So uh, I'll see you guys for the Bill is, is just laughing. Big hugs to you guys. You know, remember, thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Liam. You've been here in coaching for many, many, many years. Uh, so I really appreciate you being here every single Monday. Um, anyways, I'll see you during the week. I'll be out. I'm going to Mexico for a seminar on Wednesday, but I'll be back next Monday. Remember to ask your questions in the forum. Big hugs to everybody. Really appreciate having you here every single Monday. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye.